I know. I should have been here a couple Thursdays ago and the Thursday before that, but this is that Thursday. This is that Thursday. The Redemption Thursday. The Thursday I come back. For no one, probably, but it doesn't matter. In any case, welcome. Good to be here. This is Jason Delgado coming to you from the Orsini Studios in beautiful Los Angeles, California. Welcome to the Almost There podcast. This Thiz Nursday edition, late Thiz Nursday edition, I know I should have been here. I should have been here. But we're here now, and we're still suffering a little from a tooth that was pulled a couple weeks ago, but it doesn't matter because we're stronger than our pain. We're stronger than our pain, though the suffering prevails. Uh, it's tough, but... And in, in, in better news, I am learning to eat less and uh, in which case lose weight. So that's something. I don't know if I'm actually losing weight, but I'm eating less. So I'm assuming that's how that works. Um, but we'll see. I don't feel particularly like different as far as how clothing fits. But I recently performed a late night Wisnensday performance at Flappers. That's Wednesday for those who don't speak me. Um, I did a Wednesday late night performance and I got a video of that performance, uh, digital copy of the book. In any case, I got a, uh, video of it and it looked, I was like, Hey dude, you're looking slimmer, man. You're looking a little slimmer. So I'm going to keep up whatever I'm doing. I'm hopefully no more teeth need to be extracted in order for me to maintain some semblance of a decency as far as looks. But I was happy. I was like, Hey, you don't look like so slovenly less slovenly um so we're gonna keep that up so it was nice it was a good performance it was weird it was an interesting evening so i went did it thought it went well here's how it goes so like in uh, i mean for me as a philistine of the comedy world this is my experience of the comedy world um so you're there you're waiting to go on you have an idea of what you're gonna do When you go up there, though, a lot of it is, for me at this point, very free-falling. I'm relying heavily on the sort of cadence that I remember. Because if I start to kind of live in the moment, I feel like my nerves take over and I start to tell the jokes too fast. I'm like, oh, hey, this is really good. I did that. And and the blood (laughs) rushes the words out. And so I... For me, at this point, it's very measured experience. It's almost like I'm delivering a dialogue that someone else wrote. And so I have to deliver it with a certain level of pace. And I have what I hope to be pauses for what I hope to be laughs. And I have moments where I wanted to slow down and break and then come back up. Again, all ideas from a young comedian trying things out, right? So I go up there and in my mind... I'm like, you're making all the right pauses. You're doing the good cadence, staying in the pocket. Don't let the nerves rush you. Tell your jokes. Just tell your jokes. Um, and no one I felt was laughing. Um, and I just was like, hey, you know, what are you going to do, man? You know? And then I got off the stage. And it was some decent applause. Um, somebody even yelled my name, Jason. So that was very nice. Um, so I go sit down. The um headliner 
came up, shook my hand, said that was a good set. Introduced himself. Guy's name was Mike. I was like, that's pretty great, man. Thanks. Um, well, nobody fucking left, right? Oh, sorry. No cursing, but yeah, but nobody left. Um, and I was like, what's going on? You know, like, how am I supposed to do this? <laughs> was it? And then I thought, here's what ha- probably happened. In your mind, you were like, so, how's everybody doing tonight? And it actually came out like, hello, I'm at it. And so I'm thinking maybe that's kind of what occurred. So then I get the video. And I was very happy because here's the thing. If I tell a joke properly and no one laughs at the joke, then I'm okay with that. (laughs) If I don't tell a joke properly... And I don't get a laugh. Then I'll never know if what was... You know what I mean? So I feel like the telling of the joke properly at this stage is the most important thing for me. What I feel is the proper way to tell the joke. There might be a better way for sure. But you pick a lane, you stay it, right? And so I'm watching me deliver the jokes and I'm like, hey, you're staying in the pocket, man. You don't look rushed. You look nice and relaxed. Maybe it's just not funny. And then I heard more laughs on the video than I heard when I was live there. So that I thought was cool. But still, you know, you know, I feel that there's a there's a part of me that requires that response. I require, (laughs) you know, a laugh to know if this is the the point is for people to laugh. Um, Or maybe the point is just for people to be entertained. I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know. These are the things I'm finding out as I go along. Um, And so, you know, figuring out the sort of the how to tell a joke is why, you know, you go out, you do the mics, you try the the bits, you see what works, you see what doesn't. But then once you have like a show or something where people pay to see you and you feel like you have to deliver in a certain respect, there's a... This is the proper way. The best way I have figured out to tell the joke will be the way I deliver it that night. And then when you deliver it and it doesn't work, it's like, oh, man, this worked other wares. <laughs> and then it didn't work for people paid to laugh. Uh, but in my to my credit, I, I guess to whatever's credit, I did hear more laughs on the video than um, when I heard on the stage. Still, I didn't, you know, I felt like, oh, man, the performance, you know, I've told the jokes and nobody laughed the way I wanted them to, which I thought was a bit of a shame and a little sad. And I almost fell off the stage, which I thought was kind of funny, too. Good recovery from almost falling off the stage. Have something, you know, crazy happen and have to recover from it. I thought that that was a good exercise. But, um, yeah, it was a little disappointing as far as, like, I would like of, I would have liked a more robust laughter. Um, and then, you know, working on new material, trying to word things, you know, word things a particular way so that they sound proper and, you know, feel like they're coming from a place of honesty. Because that's the thing. A lot of times you're making up a story, or for me at least, (laughs) um, you're making up an exaggerated story to kind of, you know, necessitate a joke. And you want that to come from a place of honesty. And so I feel like that's kind of the other thing I'm doing where I'm trying to take funny incidents and molding them into something that can be a one minute joke or like a one and a half minute joke but it's a um yeah it's weird 
it's really, really weird to kind of learn that and experience those kind of new uh, methods. Because it's like, what I want to do is I want to go from telling jokes to being a comedian. You know, I want to be able to, like, be natural on stage where the point of what I'm thinking and, and the point of what my communication is. It's like I'm at a party. Like, when I'm on stage, I'm at just at a party talking to friends. That's the kind of way I want to be. I don't want to have to fake that I'm happy, <laughs> you know, where it's like, I'm so natural right now. But inside, I'm like, oh, what's the next joke? You know, I want to, that bridge to be crosswords. Like, there is none. It's the same thing. And that's kind of what the work is now, just putting in that effort, reps, 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 and, and trying to get it to that point and also get an hour worth of material. Because we want to get the hour. The hour is still the goal. We want to have an hour of material. We want to be able to show that hour on the Netflix or the Comedy Central, the television programs or the HBOs or something. You know, a, a venue where everyone can see it in a mass uh, mass way. And have a, uh, you know, have a little bit of that, uh, you know, that, that big experience of having to memorize all these words, you know. Because that's the thing. It's like the jokes, I think, for five-minute bursts is hard enough. So I can't even imagine right now an hour. It's really true. I truly can't imagine it. So the idea that people do it, and at some point I'm going to have to do it, is very exciting. Like, it's a little nerve-wracking and it's a little exciting. Um, And so now I'm kind of in this introspective part of the comedy thing where I look at it and I go like, oh, man, kind of what do I want to express? What is the way I want to do it? And I kind of always know, but a part of me feels now like, you don't want to tell jokes. You just want to, you want to... You just want to express. You want to just be fun and funny and just, you know, have a nice, have everybody have a good time. You know, have stories and have jokes in a sense, but like not be so rigid for for this. Like if I forget this line, I can, you know, what, what was I talking about? Like I want to be free of that. Um, and I know I'm asking a lot because I've only been doing it for a little bit, but <laughs> that's the goal. I want to be free of that. And I think that's the only way to do an hour because I don't know if you can memorize an hour. I guess they do, but... I don't know. I feel like at some point you just have to be I know here, here, and here, but like in the middle, I'm just, you know, we're just playing ball. There's none of this, you know, plot, plot, plot point, plot point. Less scripted, I think. Um, but who knows? It could be extremely scripted. Right now, for me, you know, that that's my method. I have to write everything down. I have to read it out loud, record myself reading it out loud, and listen to that. And then maybe it gets in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that's currently the methodology of how I'm doing it. Um, where yeah, I'm just trying to to develop, uh, you know, a certain you know, the, so not develop a personality, but be able to express that personality of who I am in a way that's not just you know that, that's that's interesting that 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 and somehow connects with other people. They go, oh man, that is funny. I do that all the time. And I'm still, it's okay. <laughs> and in that own way, make me okay. Yeah, that's sort of that kind of thing. And so I feel like that's the only way to do it, is to have kind of more conversational comedy. Um, but who knows? Talk to me next week, right? <laughs> um, but right now, I'm still working on it. Still working on the new bits, trying to build up. I'm going more often out to the comedy clubs. Um, learning. I'm learning that reps are the most important thing. Um, learning that, you know, trying new material, saying something out loud, you'll, you'll find something sometimes. And I didn't realize that. I thought like, if you don't memorize every line, sometimes you just say it out loud and then you go, oh, it was supposed to be that way. I just had to let it go. 
And then once you let it go, you say it out loud, and then you're like, now I got to memorize it. <laughs> Rememorize the so you said it just like that. Um, and that's another thing. I had to record more of my shows. You know, I get these shows where I get lucky enough to go to a club that has a video system that I could just order. It's like 30 bucks, jeebus. But, um, you know, they get, they're kind enough to get the video, and I get it, and I watch myself. But it's like I'd like to be able to do more of that. So I want to start recording myself more. I just don't want to set up like a tripod, like, in my iPhone. But maybe I could sneak it. Shouldn't be afraid. Don't be afraid. But, like, I don't know. It's just like, some places don't even want you recording, so it's a little sketchy. But, you know, if it's just, like, a casual place, it should just, you know, even audio. Just to get a little sense of what the heck I'm doing, you know. Um, you know, an experiment more. I can't rely on my memory. <laughs> for so, for so. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be kind of what I'm doing. But um, beyond that, it's been a little bit of a, of a slow intake week. I, I can't remember if we've talked since the Oscars. I don't think we have. No way we have. But the Oscars occurred. It actually wasn't terrible. Um, I probably will have to see Green Book now. I definitely will have to see Into the Spider-Verse. Definitely. And True Detective totally failed me totally failed me this one i uh i was so into it deeply entranced in its lore and the final episode was a bummer man it was a bummer um so that was disappointing um in gaming news destiny has taken a backseat to apex legends if you do not know this is a Battle Royale shooter from the makers of Titanfall for non-gamers. That sounds like gobbledygook. But for those who know, it is absolutely free to play. Absolutely free to download on PlayStation. You don't even need PlayStation Plus to connect. And it is a free game to just play with your friends. And it is terrific. I mean, absolutely amazing. Uh, I've been playing it with my brother and my friends here. And I highly recommend it. Uh, the soundtrack is amazing. Um... Particularly, you are the jump master, which I believe is a, a good phrase to kind of, I might t-shirt that just to kind of make myself, because that's the truth. Everything in life, you know, at some point you have to make a leap of faith and decide that you have to take that into your own hands and in doing so become the jump master. And so you must be reminded, you know, you must be reminded that at the end of the day, no matter what they tell you or what life throws at you, you are the jump master. You decide. Too deep. But it's a great game. I highly recommend it. Um, and beyond that, it's been comedy, comedy, comedy. Still uh, designing characters for the uh, for the show. I wanted to put together the show. I don't think it'll be ready by the 5th, but you never know. Um, yeah, putting together the show. Trying to uh, find a way to make it funny. Um, and make it sustainable. Um... But yeah, it's tough. These animation things. Tough, tough, tough. But we're working on it. And then comedy, comedy, comedy. I want to perform. I want to uh, get my hour going. And make sure that it is a, a tight, good hour. If nothing else, a, a memorized hour. <laughs> but uh, anyway, rambling on. Uh, the uh, sirens are blaring as well. But in any case, this was a good this Thursday podcast. At least we're almost there. It's almost Friday. And... Um, I'm excited. I bought a ticket to go to New York. 
uh, in March. So one of the Fizz Nursday podcasts might be from there. I don't know if I can upload it, but maybe I'll record it from New York and then we'll have the experience. Um, I might go see a play and, uh, and yeah, we'll talk about more next week. You know, hopefully we'll all be together again. Exciting and new. Uh, I think that we talk about the, and eh, there's so much more to talk about, but I don't want to ramble on too much, but go see, won't you be my neighbor, which is the Mr. Rogers documentary, avoid true detective. It is a letdown and apex legends. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, besides that, we'll see you on the next one, everybody almost there. Let's go.